Hello, I am Robot James, the omnipotent fact-checker of primordial views. Thank you for choosing to listen to us. We love you very much. Sadly, I am here to tell you that we do not have a full new episode for you this week due to unforeseen technical issues, by which I mean Ronan's computer broke again. However, what we do have is a special slightly shorter episode made from some excellent content that the boys recorded for the episode titled Sex. This material was recorded in order to complete the episode if Ronan had to edit out too much of what James said due to slander, hate speech, or general disgust. So with that in mind, please enjoy this episode of, Primordial, Views. Hello! I'm a junior child! I'm in my own kitchen today and I'm boiling up some primordial soup. There is a primordial soup machine! And recording. Now we're recording. Okay, and now good. it's time for you to begin your countdown for recording. <laughs> now I'm recording. Oh, that's good. That that's so sweet of you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just to get straight into it, did you know that there's a theory that Michael Jackson was chemically castrated as a young boy? This well, is that... go on. True. This is true. Yeah. Have you read this today? Yeah. Okay. Explain the theory and then I'll... That Joe Jackson's dad... Castrated him. Chemically castrated him. Through... I actually don't fully understand what chemical castration is. Um, I know... Hmm? Here's what I think it is, and you correct me. Go for it. Is it where they inject your genitals with some sort of atrophying... No. Chemical? No. What is it? Uh... They don't have to inject your genitals at all, thank God. Okay. They just inject you with stuff that stops your nuts producing testosterone. Okay, but they can inject that in, that's just anywhere. It just stops your body producing testosterone. Yeah, it doesn't have to go into the nut. Okay. As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As far as you know. And Lord, may I hope you never find Mm. out, James. I apologize for all the castration talk right out of the gate, but just to be crystal clear. Chemical castration is castration via anaphrodisiac drugs, whether to reduce libido and sexual activity, to treat cancer, or otherwise. Unlike surgical castration, chemical castration does not remove organs, nor is it a form of sterilization generally considered reversible when treatment is discontinued. Yeah, they did it to, um, your man, the genius. Oh, uh, Turing, Alan Turing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he may or may not have um, ended his own life. Uh, yeah, is not the may, theory. He, about... I know you said he may or may not have been gay. No, like, that no, was not where I, was. That's <laughs> not where I was going. No, <laughs> but no, I the, the, he died. He died, and they found an apple with a bite taken out of it, which some people say is why Apple has that as their logo. Hmm. I don't know if I. I don't know. Do you? Computing genius Alan Turing was found dead in 1954 after eating an apple laced with cyanide. While many think it an apparent suicide following his chemical castration by the British government, others close to him think it's not impossible that Turing may have accidentally contaminated the fruit based on previous accidents. While it is a popular myth that this inspired the Apple logo, 
Steve Jobs was once asked in 1981 about the inspiration for his logo and his response was, quote, I love apples and like to eat them. But the main idea behind Apple is bringing simplicity to the public, in the most sophisticated way, and that's it, nothing else. However, when later asked by Stephen Fry in the mid-2000s if the logo was based on Turing, Jobs replied, quote, God, I wish it were. I always thought that Apple did it because they read the Garden of Eden and they sided with the snake. Because they were like, it'd be great if everyone takes a bite out of this apple. They were like, it would be great to be the devil. <laughs> you know? Snake style. Yeah. What Apple products do you own, James? Uh, yeah, this is me tweeting from my iPhone. Yeah, this is a tweet-to-speech. This is my OG iPhone 1. Mm -hmm. I don't think they called it the iPhone 1. Uh, I bet they did. No, it's called, it it called the iPhone 360. Like, it wasn't like World War One where they were like, Oh, there was the last one. They knew there was going to be another one. Well, they didn't call World War One World War One either. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, <clears throat> they called it World War Three Sixty. Do you always call it an Xbox Three Sixty? You always call it a World World War Three Sixty because it because when I walk up to the recruiting booth and a guy's like, "Do you want to take the Queen shilling?" I do a Three Sixty and I turn around and walk away. Yeah, well, that's not to discredit the. Um 50,000 Irishmen who died fighting in the Great War. Mm, no, I side with Trump on that one. Trump? Yeah. What's his opinions on World War One? I? I think it was World... Do you remember he was like, why do they do it? No, I don't know this at all. When uh, did he ever have an opinion on World War One? Yeah, it was mad. He and his... Who was that guy? General Mattis, maybe, or something? The one who was, like, being indicted as well and stuff? I think so. Yeah, I think it's Mattis. Ronan was thinking of Michael Flynn, but I believe the general was John F. Kelly whose son died via a landmine in Afghanistan in 2010. Anyway, whoever it was, like, his son died in Iraq or whatever. <laughs> World War One. Yeah, and then <laughs> on the World War One day, when they go to the grave, Yeah. Trump was there like... Um, he was like walking, November 11th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was walking around, and then he goes to this guy, he's like, well, I don't get it, why do they do it? And then your man's like, they just love their country. They did it because they're brave. And then Trump was like, no, like, why were they so stupid? Like, yeah. he was like, why were they so dumb as to die? <laughs> oh, like why they, he understands them going to war. He doesn't understand why they were so no, dumb No, he doesn't even killed. understand why they went to war. He was oh, just okay. like, I thought he was saying it was dumb to get killed at war. No, he's just like, it's okay. dumb to fight in a war. That's actually pretty, that's pretty smart of him. Yeah, that's pretty but like, prescient and yeah. Yeah, that's it. I've always got it. You know, now that he's out of office, my opinion of that man, he's starting to change. While Trump has previously referred to U.S. veterans of World War I as, quote, suckers and losers, James is talking about Memorial Day 2017 when he and General Kelly were literally at Robert Kelly's grave and Trump turned directly to his father and said, quote, I don't get it. What was in it for them? Kelly initially believed that Trump was making a ham-handed reference to the selflessness of America's all-volunteer force. But later he came to realize that Trump simply does not understand non-transactional life choices. I do like reading his, um, you know, the way he puts out these press releases, as he writes them under, like, because he's banned off Twitter. I, I have not seen a single thing he's written. Oh, it's amazing. So put out, like, uh, a notice from the office of the 45th president of the United States. <laughs> like... So, like, everyone pays attention, and then it'll just be like, 
Why do they call it the Oscars? It should be called the Academy Awards like they used to. And it's just because I have no dignity anymore. That's why no one watches. And like, no one goes... Like, literally, that's what he put out yesterday. But why... How long have they called it the Oscars? Like, three years or something. No, they've not. I think officially, like, the... I don't know. Oh, you couldn't tell it. But right. he seems to be saying that they used to call it the Academy Awards, whereas now the branding is for the Oscars. Okay, right. And uh, there was another... But they have one. always been called... The award has been called an Oscar. Yeah, the award has. No, I yeah. don't... Like, he could be wrong. He's wrong about so many things. It's fine. We'll throw in some Oscar facts here. As far as I can tell, they haven't been officially renamed the Oscars. It's still the Academy Awards. And there was another one where he was just like... He was just like, hope everyone's enjoying that vaccine I made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, although I heard once that he was not responsible at all for Project Warp Speed. Like, sorry, Pfizer took no funding from Project Warp Speed, or... No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that they Pfizer would turn down. I heard that some at some point. I don't know. From who? Uh, do you know what? I might even say it was Celtic Ligers. No, because I've been banging the drum that Trump was responsible for the vaccine for quite a while. Oh, okay. So well, been some Gareth is very loud on that podcast. Shit. He manages he manages to shoot you down. Celtic Ligers is James's other podcast. It's about politics and it's very good. Must have been Tortoise Shack, was it? Or Rupture Radio. Tortoise Shack and Rupture Radio are two other podcasts about Irish politics. Give him a listen. Who do you think was the sexiest person in Russian history? You can't say Catherine the Great. What about, um, was she sexy or was she just promiscuous? Well, I don't know if it was either, but she was, the, the, the myth is that she had sex with a horse. But she didn't. That was like the most blatant propaganda that ever How existed. do you know? How do I know she didn't have sex with a horse? Mm. Because I only know one person in history who had sex with a horse and they died. Ronan is referring to the Anum Claw horse sex case. Where a man who went by the alias, Mr. Hands, died from internal injuries following intercourse with a horse. The case led to the government of Washington state passing legislation to render bestiality a class C felony punishable by up to five years in prison. The horse was not harmed in the incident. Yeah, maybe she lived. Mm. You think that's how she died? Maybe he was a russophile. The horse was. The man. Mr. Hands. Mr. Hans. Okay. Okay. Good to that we know the same person we're talking to. <laughs> yes, the man in the viral video who died after uh, having intercourse with a horse. Yeah. Or, as some might call it, intercourse with a horse? Horse fucking. National. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he ran the Grand National, yeah. don't you know? <laughs> There's a... Just for the record, the urban legend about Catherine the Great is that she did in fact die from intercourse with a horse. However this story first appeared decades after her death and she died as a result of a stroke at age 67. You hear that? You used to be an old pop quiz question. It was like, when did Ash Wednesday fall on Good Friday? At the Grand National. Yeah, like the horse was it? So the horse was called, yeah. He rode into town on a Wednesday. Yeah, no, and, no, no he, the horse was called Friday. That's and the, he got fucked by Monday, and died on a Tuesday. Died, yeah, died of, of, inter, of internal bleeding. Yeah, of an, yeah, a massive internal hemorrhage. Mm. Uh, ten days later, that is funny because that would suggest that that was the first time he had ever done it. Why? Well, he died from it. Well, you got to do it some first. First time's got to happen sometime. Hey, first time for everything. Um, try everything once except what was it Oscar Wilde said try everything once except folk dancing and incest really 
Yeah. Actually that was said by Sir Thomas Beecham, not Oscar Wilde. Try everything once except um, having sex with a horse. To, to, everything to, once to except, the death. To the death. <laughs> right, everything once except, now there are a few mm. exceptions, folk dancing, incest, and then if that horse is related to you, don't even come think about it. Yeah. Because here comes number four, sex with a horse. Yeah. And number five, <clears throat> reading my freaking, you know. Number five is things to never try in life, uh, bring me to court. <laughs> yeah. You know, is that uh, I can never remember if he represented him or if he was prosecution, but it was um, uh, oh, uh, Carson. Uh, Carson was the prosecutor because hmm. they were in uh, Trinity College. At That's the same not time. so surprising. Yeah, no, they hated each other. Yeah. I was hoping he would be the uh, good guy in that one. You think you thought Edward Carson? Well, it would the, be an interesting story. The founding more... father of Northern Ireland was going to be the good guy in a it'll story. It'll be a more interesting story. It'd be more interesting, but it's more fitting. It's more like, ah. I know, but it's bad writing. <laughs> yeah, but sadly, history rarely is. And I think that's the point of this podcast, James. Bad writing. Bad writing has made the history what it is. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Edward Carson is a was a horrible man. Born on... Ash uh, Wednesday. Wrote in on a Friday. What? <laughs> wrote in on a Friday. Yeah. What is the uh, thing you're referencing? What do you mean? The, wrote, the light... What? Oh, it's a it's a riddle where it's like so a man came into town on Friday, mm. stayed for two nights and left on a Wednesday. How did that happen? And the horse was called Friday. Is like the right. is the riddle or whatever. Do you ever hear that one? It's like the guy who goes when he just goes down the elevator. He uses the buttons. Okay, I know what you're talking about, and you're already so far wrong. But when he goes up, he gets off in the little. Okay, what episode even? Can you even tell me what episode? Of this podcast, are you trying to reference right now? What reference? The riddle where there's a man who has to take the lift when it's raining and takes mm. the stairs when it's dry. No, it's that he's... No, I know what the riddle is, James! And he's... The answer is he's stupid. He's superstitious. Which is what you said at the time. Really? <laughs> yes! Oh. Well, here's another one. <laughs> You're now bringing up old bits we've done so you can re-say them re- in a world where you've them. forgotten them. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the oldest joke you know? Like, is there any joke that's been in your family for, like, a very long time? You've also asked me this before. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. We've gone over what was the oldest joke in history. Yeah. And, what's, and I was like, do you mean what's the oldest joke I know or the oldest joke that I tell that I think is the oldest joke that has ever been said in the world. No, I'm saying what's the oldest joke in your family? Probably my bloody brother. Your wife. My bloody wife. My, my old family. wife. My old wife. 68 years old. Complete yep. joke. She's not rich either, so it makes no sense. We have one that seems to go back an extremely long time. Mm-hmm. And let me try to tell it. Because Bob Tanner sent me a pig. And then... It's like Bob. It's like a shilling. Tanner is some other amount of money. And then someone goes, but where is the scent? And of course the reply is, under the pig's tails. I guess so. Well, no, you don't have to smell it, but like, that's where it's coming from. Oh, where's the scent? It's funny to call that a scent. Yeah, like a aroma. Mm. Another one. scent? Another... Oh, well, my perfume? No, I, it's a scent of shit. Yeah. And I'm disgusted by it. Scent of a farm. The, oh, well, I wore this perfume thinking you'd notice. 
get out of the way. I'm looking for the pig. I'm looking for the pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking is for that count? Pig. Is that count Curly Wee? <laughs> yeah. Count Curly Wee loves the farm. I was on a farm recently, did I tell you? You were on a farm recently? Mm. No, go on. There are loads of animals there. I hope so, or else they're out of business. Or else they're out of business. The theme of this episode is sex. 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 Yeah. Um, the theme of this episode is a three-letter word, James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Um, you were on a farm. Yeah, I just got. I didn't want to talk about that anymore. Oh, you want to talk about sex instead? I just wanted to talk about something a bit more sexy, you know? Okay, all right. I didn't okay. like the term. Okay. But I mean in the way that like a 70s producer would say it. What? Where what? he'd be like, Se- you know, I want this to be sexy, but he means Oh, okay. Like yeah, yeah. An yeah. orange pastel or whatever. Gotcha, yeah. All right, so I'll ask you this. What was the best sex you've ever had? Mm, next question. Pass. As they say uh, in Mastermind, pass. Pass. Okay. How many sexual partners have you ever had? Pass. Uh, Do you ever watch Mastermind? Yeah, I love Mastermind. It's, I used to think, like, why do they say pass? Yeah. Why don't they just come up with a random answer? But the point is you need to get as many right answers in the time. Like, they have 20 questions, say, but you might only get through 12. Yeah, but like, yeah. so the passes count against you, right? In, in the event of a tiebreak. Oh, yeah, sure. And at the end of that round, Ken Barnett, you have 24 passes and no points. So, but wrong answers don't. Yeah. So my question is like, why don't they just say anything? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't realize that. But I actually saw someone do that the other day and it made them look really unsportsmanlike. Where they guessed what the question, they just like said random things, you know, it'd be like, well, this composer, uh, Robbie Williams, you know, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It just looked bad. And it looks so bad that it would dissuade, you'd rather almost lose and win. I think that's kind of the point. I mean, that's that must be the whole thing of it. It's like it's such a sports. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird. It's a, yeah because there's no prize. You just get the like. There's no award. Like you don't get a money or you don't get. You do. You get the vase. But that's not worth anything. No. <laughs> yeah, you get a vase being like. You no, sure what you, you can't. Get... You can't sell that on, and someone being like, "Were you on Mastermind?" No, are you sure you don't get like a grand or something? I don't think so. You, if you get anything, you'd get the same appearance fee as everyone who competes. You don't receive any money for appearing or winning the long-running British game show, Mastermind. The winner of each season simply receives a cut glass bowl and the knowledge that they are that year's Mastermind. Are you going to Mastermind? Uh, well, if I could pick my topic, sure. You miss, you get some real, you feel so sorry for the ones who get like six throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But, like, you know, they need that. Do you know like, what was more surprising for me was I did not know that... What's his name? Humphreys. Barry mm-hmm. Humphreys? Ronan means John Humphreys. Barry Humphreys is an old Australian comedian who has even worse views. I did not know he's a piece of shit, the host of that. Yeah. Not really. Like, I, I assumed he was sort of a, you know, pleasant, older statesman broadcaster mm. who just sort of was fine. Bit more of a... If he was the worst, he would be like a... Um, Jeremy Paxman type. Mm-hmm. But no, he's like proper idiot. Like, Yeah, but it really doesn't affect the show, though. No, I know. I just, I'm just surprised. It was like having never ever tried to... You just you watch this show for years and you're like, oh, this person is inconsequential. And then you listen to his radio show once and he's like, people seem to think that Britain is a racist country. 
Well, mm. I have my friend uh, Thomas Yaxley Lenin on here today to counteract that argument. Is he we're related to John Lennon? No, he's your man who's... Uh, it's, his, it's the real name of that guy who pretends to be... He's like the leader of the alt-right in the UK. What's his name? He, it's funny, he goes by a different name. It's like Tommy, Tommy Brit or whatever. Oh, it's like, Stephen Yaxley Lennon, who goes by the name Tommy Robinson, is a far-right and anti-Islamic activist in the UK. Co-founder of the English Defence League and complete nonce. Yeah. Um, what would be your special topic on Mastermind? 1916 Rising? Really? Yeah. Or, I don't know, James Moran? Mm, no, I don't think you'd do well on that one. Do you want to give me a go? No. Ba, 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 I don't want to give you any more ammunition, ba, any more information. Da. Um, why don't you do one for me? Just do general. <laughs> general. A general knowledge. You want to do the general knowledge one? Hmm. Do you have the time if I get it up and we can do it really quickly? I'll get my phone. What do you have to do at quarter to six? Leave. The house? Yeah. To where? Town. You going to the protest or what? What protest? The taxi driver protest? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, no. you want a general knowledge quiz and I'll do that. Okay. Maybe oh, no, we but I'm do just saying. on the theme of sex. Yeah, okay. All right. James Michael Morin. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do they start it in the in Mastermind? Where are you from? Uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm from uh, uh, doesn't I'm from D- Dublin. An Irishman, very good. And what do you do? Uh, I have a podcast. What's it called? A Celtic Ligus. Very nice. Any other? Any others? Uh, Primordial views. Okay. I'm literally going to make Robot James just say... <laughs> he can say what he likes. So, James Michael Moran, your special topic is sex. Mm. Beginning. Now, what is the average penis size in the UK? Uh, 5.8 inches. Incorrect. What exactly is the vagina on a person's body? It's just the, uh, the rudest part of a woman. Incorrect. What is this sex position called... <laughs> Uh, it's a woman sitting on top of a man, but their her back is against his chest. It's called uh, female domination. Incorrect. Uh, what percentage of the UK of UK men masturbate? One hundred percent. Incorrect. When is it predicted that more people will be having sex with robots than humans? Uh, two years time. Incorrect. What does the CAT sexual technique stand for? Uh, Jesus Christ. What percentage more orgasms do lesbian women have compared to heterosexual women? Uh, 20%. Incorrect. Is it illegal to have sex outdoors in the UK? Um, no. It's mandatory. Incorrect. Pardon? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What is the most common STI in England? Uh, the accent. Incorrect. Name the fetish where a metal rod is inserted into the urethra. (laughs) I think it's called uh, pain taxes. No, we said this the other day. You have to get that right. Correct. (laughs) Which day of the year do millennials have the most sex? Uh, Christmas. Incorrect. What's the fetish for giants or giantesses officially called? Mm, Bigosexuality. Incorrect. What is the UK's favourite sexual position? The Leave it out. Leave it out. (laughs) <laughs> Incorrect. 
A 2015 study found that how many people in the UK had admitted to sex in a public place? Oh, that's a lot of percent. They who have masturbated. Incorrect. What is the average number of sexual partners people have slept with? I think it's for men, it's like 35. And for the women, it's uh, 15. Both higher than any option given on this quiz. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, in terms of pornography, what does the acronym DP stand for? Double penetration. Correct. In the US, what percentage of men have given oral in the last year? 100%. Not even an option, I'm afraid. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, that's funny because they're always, you know, sucking off Biden and Trump, you know, sort of thing. Biden and Trump. Either or. You are running yourself out of time, contestant, by having an ad lib about <laughs> the former and current president yeah, of the United States. Okay. Which give me a give me a number and I'll go to closest. One. Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> the lowest is fifty-five. <laughs> what is the official name for a foot fetish? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Incorrect. What is the most common sexual fantasy? That uh, you just have sex. I think. Incorrect. Straight I mean, up. To be fair, that probably is the most common yeah. fantasy. Is just straight up. Straight up. Which part on a woman do heterosexual men find the most attractive? The head. Correct. What is the real life effectiveness of condoms? They remove pleasure. Incorrect. And finally, what was the most Google sex question last year? Um, do you like me? Do you love me? Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> James Michael Moran, you got four out of twenty-two. Mm. Thank you. Apologies again for the short episode, but, thanks for listening, please tell your friends. What subject comes next? Let us know on Twitter or at primordialviews at gmail.com. And remember, I want us to be sexy.